It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the brand new episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. I'm excited to be continuing with a new episode this week. And, you know, it's a topic basically that's been on my mind throughout this week because I had even did a Facebook Live earlier in the week where I just wanted to send out a short encouragement to people to be, you know, patient. Patient because of the the, the, the process that it takes to create changes in your life and when you're trying to change your habits and your ways of thinking and, and in your life, it can get really frustrating because you feel that tension between where you want to be and where you are, uh, where you're trying to go and where you, you what's happening with you in the present. And so I really wanted to do a Facebook Live talking about that. But, you know, I kept continuing to think about it throughout the week. And so now I, I really wanted to do uh, a specific episode uh, to give some some steps, some practical steps on, on, on just ways. There's four ways that I wanted to convey how you should pace yourself in in the midst of being patient. Um, you know, it's always a process, as my pastor always says. Change is not an event; it's a process. And he also says that uh, you live life on levels and you arrive in stages. And so, the one stage where what you were doing was enough, or was good, or even it was excellent. It's mediocrity in the next level. So I've experienced this in my own life where I've had plans or things that I I do where if I want to go to the next level, I need to step up my game and do the things that I need to do to make it better. And so, you know, I just really wanted to come with this and and, and talk about the ways to, to pace yourself because, you know, it can be very, sometimes it can be, you can say things like, um, to be patient and and but at the same time you you even still struggle with how how do you pace yourself how do you do things in a way where you can show that you are you are actually making progress in that area of being patient and while still making progress in your your life overall and so you know as i kept thinking about these things and uh was just observing things throughout the week that's how my mind works I'm I even wrote a blog post I think so much that I even wrote a blog post about being a deep thinker it was a poem that I wrote called an ode to the deep thinker so if you want to check that out on the pod on on the website uh, hit up thoughtsofredemption.com but anyways so my mind was just working through the week and you know today as I'm recording this episode uh, I really thought of the four ways that in my life that I'm I'm seeking to apply it and just overall what I think that there are ways that you can apply the ability to pace yourself to just uh, make, as you're making the changes in your life, to just pace yourself in your, in your way of thinking and how you apply um, the change of process in your life. And so, so for the first thing, the first way I would say that you do this in is... The first way I would say that you do this is in resisting the desire and the habit of comparison. Now, you, you hear often from people that encourage you to you know, not compare your life to the next man's life or not to compare yourself to another person, your progress to another person's progress. But the reality is it can be really hard. Or if it's not even hard, it's such a habit that you end up doing it 
subconsciously. And so, you know, I, I would really encourage you to resist that desire because if you spend so much time looking at another person's progress and, and things that you may be doing in the field that you're in or has the same goal that you have and you just see them doing it with ease and you think that, man, why am I struggling so much to do this simple thing? You know, I really encourage you to to take value in your own life. Take value in the fact that you are striving to make a difference in your life, that you are striving to change your environment, your circumstances. You are striving for growth. You're striving for better, more quality, more 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 purpose driven, more just more of what God has for you, more of what you can do to serve your fellow man, more of what you can do to improve yourself, to learn new skills, to do whatever it is. The fact that you're doing that in and of itself is something that you should celebrate about yourself. And so I really encourage you to not compare yourself to what somebody else is doing and how easy they're doing it because you just don't know the sacrifices that they even took before you see them. Or you might not even recognize that they may be rising up and it looks good in the outset, but the foundation may be off. But even if it's not, even if they are doing something and they're doing it good and it's producing a lot of fruit and there's things happening for them in their lives, don't compare yours to theirs. Truly take pride in what you are striving to do. Reflect on what what you're doing in in you know, why you're doing it and all these kind of things. But like, I would encourage you the way that you can resist that need to compare to other people is to to really write down what your goals are and to write down what the purpose for what you're doing is. Like what, what's the purpose for the goals that you're pursuing? Like, why are you doing it? For, for my own example, I would say for thoughts of redemption, there's a reason why I'm, striving to fulfill whatever goals that I have for 2019 and beyond for Thoughts of Redemption. Like the purpose I have, I want to encourage, I want to inspire. I want people to value the work that God is doing in their lives and their thought lives and how intricately involved he is. So I'm very passionate about these things. And so everything that I'm doing comes from that thing, that place. And so if I was to look at another blogger and say, oh, they're, they got more subscribers, they're around the world and I'm comparing myself to them and I'm looking down at myself or I'm judging my pace with their pace, I'm focused on the wrong thing. I'm not focused on on you, first of all, that's receiving this. And second of all, or even first of all, to switch it, I'm not focused on the fact that it's God that's given me the opportunity to steward what I have. And so I would really encourage you to write down what your goals are, not what what the statistics say or what the 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 normal type of of progress or pathway that people say that should happen stick to what your goals are what your purpose is and when you do that and you don't compare to anybody else the sky is limitless because you're not comparing it to anybody else you're striving and not placing any limits on what you're striving for and so I really, really encourage you to resist that need, that desire, that habit of comparing yourself to other people because when you do, you sap energy from yourself and you, you don't even get to pay attention to all of the other things that you may not be able to see that's going to take place and happen because you are fulfilling what you're doing. So 
I would say the the second thing is to manage your expectations. And this is kind of goes back to what I was talking about in Facebook Live and thinking about this week about being patient in the process because you need to manage your expectations. Know who you are. Know what your habits were that were hindering you and that you're, you've pointed out and identified and are trying to get rid of and transforming how you make progress, how you make a difference in doing what you're supposed to be doing and being at the level that you want to be at. Manage your expectations because there is going to always be a tension between, like I mentioned earlier, a tension between what you were comfortable with and where you're trying to go now. And so in that transitional period, you're going to go through a lot of, of back and forth with yourself and really trying to break free from all of the negative influences and the things that you need to go to. And so just manage your expectations because it, it keeps you humble. It keeps you grounded in reality. It keeps you um, pressing forward for a, a clear, clear mark. Because if you, if you make it too vague, you you don't have a, t- a type of intention on where you want to go. So I, you know, I really encourage you to to manage what your expectations are because once you manage your expectations, you know exactly what it is that you see about yourself that needs to change and you can still be proud of what's going on even now. And you can continue to be faithful in the midst of doing all that you're doing. And um, I would say that the third thing that the third thing that you need to do is to measure your progress. And there's a quote, and I can't remember who said it, but there's a few people I heard it from, but what you measure, you'll manage. And so if you can measure where you've been progressing from, no matter what the pace is, no matter how fast it is, like I said, the pace, no matter what, if you have a way of measuring where you're going and how much you've been going at it, it provides fuel. And these are things that I haven't just come up with these are things that I, I'm learning, like I said. And and side note, I would really encourage you to to read more, to take in more information about things, and to never be afraid of learning, uh, to really strive to really enjoy learning more, learning new things, uh, because you can really have, apply it to your life. But I would say just measure what it is that you're progressing in. So us millennials, we have apps these days where you can have goal trackers and you can, if you don't want to use apps, you can write down on your on your notes a daily goal, a weekly goal, a monthly goal, and start small too. I would I would encourage you to start small with these things. Don't just try to set um, a year goal and try to fulfill it, and you leave all the other stuff out. But like break it down, and we're 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 more effective when we break down the things that we want to do, and we can see the progress. We can see the measurable pro- progress. And I'm seeing this working in my life literally right now because of projects that I'm working on and things that I want to do because I'm fulfilling goals and, and things that I'm accomplishing uh, daily. And and some I'm not fulfilling, some I haven't fulfilled that I wanted to do, some I have fulfilled. And so I'm literally uh, uh, measuring my managing my expectations and I'm measuring what I'm progressing in and so it's a great feeling it's a great thing that you get to do that and so I would really encourage you to continue that the final thing I would say is one of the most important things is to submit your will to God and I say this because in the midst of 
your plans that you have, your plans, your expectations, your your what you where you see yourself, and all these things. Life is still in the hands of Christ. Time is in God's hands. He's the author of time. It is something that none of us can control in our own power and our own strength. And so you always have to make it a practice of saying, not my will, but yours be done. And depending on God and seeking God and and really surrendering to what his will is because his wisdom is infinite, his understanding is infinite, his knowledge is infinite. And there's so many verses in the Bible that speak of how men plan, but God orders their steps. And this is something that has really grounded me as well in seeking out change and being very practical, is being practical yet having the foundational understanding that when you surrender your will to God, he informs like the passions that you have. He he even helps to set your expectations for what you're doing because if you were to plan it yourself, you can be successful because you know the hands of the diligent can make one rich. The Bible says, and so you can set some things in motion. But if you're not really doing the will of God, then you're not really being successful. You may be successful in fulfilling your plans, but because you are not fulfilling God's plan, God's will, God's purposes, God's intentions, you end up messing up. And so you have to always practice submitting your will to God and ignoring even the temptations that Satan can bring, that the world can bring, things that take you off focus, things that can steer you away from the call that God gives for us to make disciples and to do what God has called for us to do. And so I just really encourage you that in the midst of setting all your worthwhile goals, plans, dreams, whatever have you, that you surrender your will to God and entrust your life into his care. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your paths. So it's not saying that you just leave it up to God and you don't plan and do anything, but it's saying that as you are practicing what you're doing with your planning and everything, the Lord is, first of all, primary. He is preeminent. And secondly, he is literally the one that is going to inform what the direction is because you can be going in one way and just not be aware at all of where the heart of the Father is and what he has for you to do. And so that's it. Those are the four ways that I that you can pace yourself, um, that I'm learning how to pace myself with and fulfilling what the goals that I have and, and, and ever so ever so often, or, or I should say, and just constantly seeking after God to know what his will is and to fulfill it and to abide in it. And so... I just pray that you are encouraged in your in your progress, that you are encouraged in what your goals are and the things that you're trying to do this year as you pace yourself, as you surrender uh, to the Lord God Almighty, and that you really surrender and do what he's called for you to do. And so continue to remember the process of thought, God's hand in it. Continue to keep up with me on all the social media outlets. Instagram is Thoughts of Redemption. Twitter is underscore T-O Redemption. Facebook Search the page Thoughts of Redemption. And the website is thoughtsofredemption.com. 
And just if you want to email me as well, thoughtsofredemption at gmail.com. Pray that once again that this is a blessing. Continue to celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. God bless you.